You know how I was asked earlier about like dark horse candidates? Obviously, I left off Jeff Halfley, the Boston College head coach, who I've literally never heard of until the news broke that the Packers, Matt LaFleur, hiring this gentleman to be his defensive coordinator. Uh, NFL experience there, started with the Buccaneers back in 2012, uh, worked his way around the NFL, worked with the Browns and the 49ers, uh, worked with LaFleur's brother there in San Francisco, and then became a co-defensive coordinator with the Ohio State Buckeyes, where he had the greatest quote I've ever heard from any defensive coordinator that I've ever encountered where he said, and I quote, I, I love this quote, quote, love press man, got to be able to play press man, have to be able to, unquote, sign me up. I somewhat am joking, but Matt LaFleur throwing a little bit of a curveball here. It's clearly not one of the names that have been reported, not on the quote lists, but a guy who, again, has NFL experience and if you trace his lineage, both in the NFL and the college ranks, uh, his charges, especially when he's been a position coach, have performed pretty damn well. And as far as his tenure at Boston College, has certainly had them bowl eligible or going towards uh, eligibility pretty much every year. I know he missed uh, one season in particular, but hey, okay. As far as schematics go, I, I'm very interested to see where this uh, puts the Green Bay Packers, what kind of uh, what kind of schematics he's going to bring to Green Bay, given what they have on offer as far as uh, personnel. But uh, love the fact that it's uh, outside the box. People were lining up, talking about all these NFL coaches and Matt LaFleur coming up and saying, hi, no, uh, actually, there's this guy. And funnily enough, speaking of Matt LaFleur, I, I will I will let you guys know that I texted him a little bit ago after the news broke and said, I love that he does his own thing. And Matt said, thanks, man. Super smart guy. The guys will love. So, hey, Matt LaFleur trying to, uh, trying to shake things up on that defensive side of the ball. Absolutely love to see it. What's up in the comment section? I know there's... Un this news will undoubtedly be met with uh, a modicum of grace and civility. Um, other than that, uh, what happened to Jim Leonard? My goodness. I guess the Jim Leonard thing last year should have probably led us to the college ranks in general, right? Uh, absolutely love it. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got, folks. Mimsy, what's going on? Matt's dream. Resume like Leonard, hair like McVeigh. <laughs> That's good. That's a shirt right there. Steve, how you doing? That noise you hear is every household in Wisconsin saying, who the f is Jeff Halfley in unison? My 15 minutes of research has bought in, has me bought in. That's the thing. I like the trajectory and wherever he's been, his guys, usually in the secondary, have played particularly well. And there's those units have been successful. Now, that doesn't automatically mean that he's going to find success in Green Bay, that that's going to extend to the defensive backs in Green Bay. But you like to see it. I'm fascinated to see how this transpires, right? Like what Matt is asking him to do. And that's something we've talked about a couple times here on Daily. Got to find out what Matt's vision is. 
Um, what's interesting is that Boston College and even um, a couple other spots where Halfley's been have run a 4-3. So fascinated to see what the plan is there. Um, she said, Joey, what's going on? Realistically, I don't think we were getting any of the Ravens assistance because they might go to Seattle or Baltimore. Hey, let's see what Halfley's got. I agree. Hey, I look, this is just me being uber fan, right? Like the purest essence of I have no idea what I'm talking about. And there is zero doubt that, you know, this casting of aspersions um, is completely unfair. However, all of that said, I will say, thank God it's not Brandon Staley. That's it. That's it. That's my whole take. That's my whole take. That's where I live right now. Sean, how you doing, man? Feels like the same reaction Matt LaFleur got. <laughs> Possibly. Juan, what's going on? Had a hunch. Didn't know a horse could be this dark. <laughs> Juan, you did have a hunch. Well, and it was weird, right? When you saw what appeared to be a limited kind of pool of candidates, especially after the wider net that Matt cast last time around. You know, it felt like, okay, there's probably something here that we're not aware of. And this is certainly off the beaten path. No doubt about it. Merck, what's up? You mentioned earlier a few days ago that the Packers wanted to get younger across the board, bringing in new ideas and a new culture. Well, I'm all in. I mean, that's the thing. You definitely need to shake things up on defense, and this will certainly do that. Um, look, all that matters is if he's a good teacher. The best coaches are good teachers. And as I was saying before, it sure feels like and seems like where he's been, guys have improved and gotten better, and they've seen good results. You have to think some of that's probably due to good teaching. So I'm fascinated to see how his journey through both the NFL and college ranks uh, has sharpened or formed whatever his teaching ability might be. And I love, I absolutely love that he has NFL experience, that he hasn't just kind of worked his way up the college ranks to the NFL. He's been in the NFL uh, at a number of different stops. Love to see that. Jacob, what's going on, man? If we don't criticize every move, are we even fans? That's a fair point. That's a very fair point. Hold on. I'm getting, I'm getting all sorts of messages here. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> I'm live. Hold on. I'm trying to get someone to come on live with me right now. Hold on. Uh, here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw this invite in there. Here we go. Do that. Boom. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What else we got here, folks? Christian, what's going on? I was on the Leonard train, but I like the fact that it's not a household name or a recycled name. I mean, it's nice that there's no baggage attached to the, the hire, right? Whether you look at his college performances and whether you look at his NFL time, it's not somebody that has been in the headlines. That is for damn sure. So it doesn't feel like there's any kind of narrative or stigma attached to the hire. And I love that. It allows for a truly kind of clean slate, right? And now, look, I'm sure fans and people will undoubtedly go through his history and his time in both the league and in college and point out all the negatives. And I'm sure there are some when it comes to the performances or coaching job or whatever. But for the most part, I love that at the time of the hire, there ain't a whole lot people can bitch about other than it's somebody they never heard of, which is, hey, 100 billion percent transparency. I'm not familiar with them at all. So that's just me. And I am I am like you. I am a fan. Uh, Caleb, what's going on? Last time we hired a coach out of nowhere, RKO style, we hired Matt LaFleur. I'm excited. Also, he likes to play press. So Valentine breakout season. You know, what's funny is that like Valentine seems to be like his athletic ability and his play style would suggest that he should be good, better at that. Right. He didn't do a ton of that in college, but it looked good this summer when he did it. They just rarely asked him to do it in the season. Although I will say there are a number of occasions in the season when he did try where he got taken advantage of. You know, that regular season stuff is a lot different than preseason or training camp. But I'm excited. Mostly the things I've read about him indicate that he understands that you have to change it up and you have to mix it up as far as coverages go. That to me is the A number one. I don't want this is our this is our uh, shell and that's what we adhere to almost all the time. Like, I don't want that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, special treat for you. Joining us now from Acme Packing Company and your Twitter feed, Justin Mosqueda, jumping on at a moment's notice. Because, look, I know you know college ball. I don't know nothing about no college ball. So, Justice, I thought I'd jump on here and say, what's up? And here's this dude. Yeah, I'm going to throw his in, in real quick so no one judge me about that. Uh, need it? Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever you need, Doug. Just got back from good. the gym. Anything happened, folks? Um, Apparently, there's some headlines about the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator search. Oh, uh, man, dude, I'm not joking you. Um, like three minutes before it got announced, I ran an article saying there's no panic to search over the Packers slow defensive coordinator search. So that thing had the shelf life, <laughs> the of shelf nothing. life of a bug. <laughs> yeah. Um, a bug on your okay. foot. Where Where do you want to start here? Um, All right. So I know he's got NFL experience, right? Like. Yeah. Guy was certainly started with the Bucks, worked his way through the Browns. I know you highlighted the fact that he worked with the 49ers and LaFleur's brother, yeah. Steno, and those guys. What I, you know, in my 30 seconds of research, it certainly looks like a guy who understands the need to be multiple. I don't know what scheme he's tied to, and I think that's a good thing, but like maybe you have a little bit better handle on that. You know, the the Boston College stuff, particularly recently, like the last two seasons, I haven't seen a whole lot of Boston College. Mm. Um, Halfley was a very popular name 
in college football for a long time, uh, especially when he was at Ohio State and stuff. I don't know if you guys, um, you you guys have seen like what like uh, you know McAfee does and stuff like that with like the alternative streams and yep. stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like yep. they used to have the coaches' streams for like the college football playoffs. Half I love those. Those are the ones I always. Oh, that's where I've seen him. Half, that's half so funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, that's yeah, where I know was, the name. That's so he was funny. really well thought of. Um, if you want to talk from a schematic standpoint, I think they're going to be a four down team, which is probably what you know the big thing people are asking right now. Right. Um, San Francisco has been a four down team, he worked under Bob. Um, I was calling Bob, it's uh, Robert Sala. Robert. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you know, Ohio State was a four down team. Pretty I was gonna say, and Bob, right? well, I know when he joined Boston College, they were a four three. I didn't know if he kept that, but. That makes I sense. can't speak on the last two years, but like, I would yeah. assume, I would assume, if you're looking at this from um, the because per- I know people said you know he's he's worked for Petten and stuff like that. Mm. I think he's closer to uh, Sala in terms of schematically than anything. Right. So, you know, we had a, a, a Petten, we just got over a Barry, and we <laughs> went into a totally different direction, which I think contextualizes a little bit. Um, why they got rid of Barry, right? Like, you know, Matt's saying, you know, fantastic defense, all that stuff. Yeah. After well, the playoff loss, yeah. but seems like they just wanted to go in a completely different direction. So, well, and I think it's necessary, right? Like I was just talking before you jumped on, like what I am encouraged by the, the few quotes that I've read, uh, the, the press man quote that I threw out there just because I love press man. And he has talked uh, glowingly about the idea of playing press man, which is all well and good. Need the, you need the horses. I get all that. But he seems to adhere to the idea that regardless of whatever front you're playing, you got to mix things up and muddy the picture for the quarterback. Uh, this is a guy who I think uh, pretty much every stop he's been in the NFL in particular, seems like his charges, his defensive backs have acquitted themselves well. Like communication, whatever the output is as far as oppose, opposing quarterback rating and things of that nature, seems like he at least... At, and when it comes to the secondary, this guy knows what the hell is up. Yeah, I mean, again, he learned it from Sala, right? So, like, <laughs> right. you're getting Sala. I mean, it's all, you know, stuff that stems from Legion of Boom, and you'll get a little bit more of that. Um, I bet the Packers play a lot more post-safety um, stuff, you know, single high Single high things. Right. Um, when he was at Ohio State, I mean, Ohio State for years where they were, they were able to just run through defensive coordinators, and it was like, hey – we have a Bosa or a, uh, a Chase Young rushing the passer, and we're just going to play single stuff. high. It's yep. going to be cover one. It's going to be cover three, which is kind of what um, Sala did. I, I I think the key to this, though, is going to be pressure because um, you look at what the Jets do, right? The deepest position on the Jets, I know everyone it's talks about how good their corners line. are, but it's yeah. the D-line, right? Like, you look at San Francisco, they do not – like if they, they have a chance blitz. to get a pass rusher they and he's the third pass rusher, they'll 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 do it, right? They'll pull yep. the trigger. So I think that's gonna be a really important thing for Green Bay, especially if you're gonna play in the single high world. Um crossers and things like that are gonna give you problems if they're allowed to develop, right? So right. getting pressure is gonna be a Gotta get up thing. in there, get in their grill, get that. Um, do you think as far as the draft goes, clearly you want to get this hire done as soon as possible. I mean, mm. you've got personnel people down in Alabama right now at the Senior yeah. Bowl, right? Do you think this changes much as far as, I mean, I know well, we haven't even heard from the man yet, but 
Does this change much as far as what they're looking for or their approach to the draft? You know, on the interior, no. On the edges, the edges are the same no matter what. I mean, the only difference between a 3-4 and a 4-3 is 3-4 guys are going to drop in a coverage every once in a while. And right. People are going to bitch about it on Twitter. <laughs> um, I think Preston linebacker. Smith, cornerback one on the line. <laughs> I, I think linebacker is probably one just in terms of volume that you can look at and say, like, right. okay, there's going to be some situations where you want to put three inside guys on the field. Um, you're not going to play Preston or Rashawn as a stack backer, right? I, I think all the pass rushers are going to be defensive ends in this game, right? So I think just looking at it from a numbers perspective, we could probably look at, uh, an increase in, you know, rosterable, you know, stack linebackers. And then safety is an interesting one because safety now, if you don't have to play guys too high, um, right. you can kind of have guys, you can kind of put guys in positions where, you know, if you want to cover a guy, he can be that post safety. If you want to drop down guy, there's an opportunity for that, right? Like there wasn't well, really an opportunity for that in Green Bay. You had to do everything. At all, especially with all the, the shell they played. But like this is, to me, that's fascinating because of the state of that position, right? Safety in general has yeah. got to rip it up, right? As They were at that inflection point already. Yeah. Like you had four bodies last year, none of whom grabbed the job. Like Savage kind of came on towards the end of the year, but he's still Savage. Like to to my way of thinking, it's like what exactly what you're talking about. Like you're at a point where okay, if you are going to make, I'm not going to say a dramatic shift, but if you're going to make a pretty significant shift in what you're asking your safeties to do, this yeah. is a good time to do it because then you can go out this off season and completely like rearrange, change that room, you know, because it's been a liability for a couple of years now. Yeah, I mean, you could look at San Francisco, right, which is, you know, an easy parallel right now. Um, right. I think D'Amico Ryan was like an analyst for, for you know, the teams that um, Halfley was coaching and stuff and with, uh, I think it was the Niners, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. um, but look at what San Francisco did with, like, Hufunga, right? They're like, hey, here's this safety who can hit like hell. He runs a 4-6, <laughs> but, like, right. you can use him as a drop-down guy. And yep. We're not going to ask him to play center good. field. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, hey, maybe it's an easy way to kind of like uh, find some edges and in some ways and get some younger guys on the field at that position. So, yeah, I mean, th those are the two that I would assume you're going to see the biggest difference in um, corner. I, you know, corner play is going to matter more in this scheme, I would think. It has to, but, right? It yeah, has but to. that's a position where I think the Packers are probably pretty good at right now. Like, See, that's so. interesting you say that because I just got done having this discussion with Malcolm in our rookie review. It's like I you Jair is Jair. Like I know this year was disappointing in every kind of possible way, but he's still an exemplary talent, right? I have no problem there. After Jair, though, I mean Carrington Valentine got a ton of snaps. There's no doubt about that, but it was certainly up and down. Valentine's yeah. set to be a free agent, and there's no way you're counting on Stokes next year. Given his health, yeah, situation. Stokes is definitely the wild card. I think Valentine has done enough though that you're feeling okay at outside corner. Well, absolutely, he can start for you. There's zero doubt about yeah. that. But like, if you want to field a championship level defense, which I mean, given everything that we saw this season and as close as they got this year, you would think, okay, we gotta we gotta up our game on that side of the ball. But yeah, I think you know. Certainly, with the way they played at times with Valentine and Valentine, Valentine can certainly fit the bills, so to speak. But I still think that's something they're going to look at in the draft. I would be surprised if they didn't.
Yeah, I mean, they're going to need bodies there. Um, at the very least, to like backfill stuff and play special teams reps and stuff like that. Because if you look at who they have under contract and their futures contracts and stuff like that, you're like, the, who's the fourth quarter? Right. You're like, <laughs> right. Who the hell is that? Right. right? Like, yep. A lot of guys down the uh, depth chart and or uh, practice squad in that regard. Well, Justice, I can't thank you enough for jumping on at a moment's notice. Give us a little color on uh, the Packers defensive coordinator hire. I'm sure you have coverage responsibilities of your own there at Acme Packing Company. Thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon. Hopefully I'll see you at the combine, dude. All right, everybody. There you go. Justice Mosqueda giving us the uh, skinny, a guy who actually knows what the hell he's talking about. Um. Oh. Okay. Here we go. We got. We got all sorts of super chats lining up here. Okay. I got that one already. Mimsy, what's up? At least it's not the zero and sixteen guy. Super Bowl. <laughs> she said, "Joey, how are you? Disappointed it isn't Belichick." I kid. I mean, I, that just would have been absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh, here we go. Smooth Arena. Time to try it out. Hashtag Fire Haley. Has a nice ring. <laughs> I can't wait till they give up their first big play or a key third down. And yeah, yeah, that's that is definitely that check is in the mail. Jocelyn, this is perfect. What? <laughs> Aaron Harper, better check on Corey. Oh, Corey. Corey will find this news out probably Saturday. Is my it's Wednesday now. Corey might know by Saturday. Soder, how are you, man? This hire would seem to potentially limit the ability of the Packers to quickly tap the available assistant pool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's so I don't know if that's necessarily the case given his many stops um along his career when it comes to the NFL. Tampa, Cleveland, San Francisco, like I'm sure he's built up a, a bit of a network. Andrew, how are you? Late, know nothing about this guy. What's the take? You just heard it from Justice. Larry P., thanks for the super chat. Appreciate you. Gene, how are you? Is this the good half? <laughs> Jocelyn, again, how are you? No more DBs going palms up after a big play. I, that's the dream, right? The pointing, the what's going on, all of that. Let's kill all that. God, I'm with you there. Tamor, how are you? Great, another buddy hire. How is it a buddy hire? See, there it is. I knew it. I knew it. Like, it took a, lot, a bit longer than I expected, but there it is. How is it a buddy hire? Because he worked with his brother? Like, yo, y'all need to chill on that. And y'all, I mean, my Tamor. I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, oh, it's okay, Tamor. When the Packers defense is suffocating opponents and, you know, limiting them and turning the ball over and all that, you don't get to cheer. You're not allowed. A kid, kind of. Christian, what's up? Would switching the scheme help out with the run? I mean, I don't think it's necessarily scheme. It's much more day of play calling, game plan, what have you. Like You can stop the run with the 4-3 or the 3-4. That doesn't matter. It's about what you prioritize and what you're calling the day of the game. Like, if you're running, like, light box nickel shit when it's first and 10 and they see that, watch the Pittsburgh game. And you're, like, an offensive coordinator. Matt Canada, who ended up getting fired because he was so bad, even he could see, oh, look, this light-ass box, nickel, okay, two two guys down in front. Yep, I'll take that all day. Run four or five yards a clip, stay out of the sticks, 
win. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with scheme. That's about your approach as a defensive coordinator on game day. So, yeah. Uh, it Look, it all depends on who they put out there on game day in certain situations. That, more than anything else, will drive that. All right, buddy. I'm going to get going. Can't thank you guys enough for hopping on here late after this news breaks. Uh, thanks to Justice for joining me to give us a little color there. Uh, in the meantime, tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.